0: you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Brian James Miller. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Excellence Mindset podcast. Today, I am rolling solo, and I decided that the way I was going to come up with a topic was I was going to go out to my friends, family, colleagues, I don't know, maybe some random followers on Instagram and just pose the question, what do you want to hear? What do you want to hear about as it relates to goals and uh, uh, success uh, around those goals? And I asked that question because uh, we're getting to the end of the year as I'm recording this podcast. We have just surpassed or just past Thanksgiving and we're coming up on Christmas. Uh, We're just a few days out from December. And so basically the year is over. Uh, we're on to 2019, and as we all do around this time, we all start uh, uh, evaluating what our year looked like and also planning for the year ahead. So I thought that that would be a, a great general topic to kind of uh, uh, lay out there and then just get some feedback from uh, from people online to to hear from them uh, what they wanted addressed or or what they... Uh, wanted some uh, more information or feedback on. Uh, I am definitely not. Um, I don't. I don't have this all figured out. Uh, but I do think that uh, through about twenty years of professional. Uh, experience, particularly in the sales and leadership world, I think that I've got a good grasp on approach to goals, assessment of goals, even executing on goals. Though I don't hit my goals all the time, I guess I think that's part of the process. Is sometimes uh, we make mistakes or set ourselves up for failure. Other times, we just have goals that are out of reach, and that's good. We've got to continue to strive. So. Um, the feedback that I got, uh, there were two particular things that I wanted to address because I thought they were great questions to ask. And I'm not going to be able to recite them verbatim because I'm doing this with no notes. I'm just kind of running off the cuff. But two things that I wanted to address. So one was somebody uh, had asked a question around a long-term business plan. So Uh, Something to the effect of they had laid out a a multi-year plan, I think it was three or five years for themselves, for their business, and yet things change. And so how often should uh, you uh, reevaluate that, reassess that, uh, maybe even uh, look at that uh, and make some changes? So I'm going to address that. Uh, And then the other question that I had asked was on a more uh, individual basis, but I think this applies to businesses as well, is how do I set goals for the new year or how do I set new goals for myself? Kind of like, what's that process look like? So. I'll start with the larger five-year plan, and then uh, I'll get down into uh, some of the, the smaller goals because I think that I can answer that first question a little bit easier in a sense, and then um, the second part is going to get a bit more practical. Okay, so let's talk about setting a long-term goal. First of all, to the person, it, it, I hope you're going to listen to this, but to the person that asked that question, yo, you are crushing it. The fact that you have a five-year business plan, or three—I think it was five-year, five-year business plan—like you're crushing it. The like most people don't have that. Yes, people come up with some crappy business plan when they first decide they want to go into business for themselves, but it's just garbage, uh, or, or oftentimes they are because it's just a piece of paper, and we don't end up really going back and looking at it very much. But to to know that uh, this particular person who I, who I know um, uh, to have been in business for longer than that five year period, and then to have a five year plan uh, that you are executing on and aware of the fact that you are that you have pivoted or that things have changed and you need to make some adjustments, I mean that's awesome. Um, so I'm I'm super stoked to hear that. So for you and for people like you, so you definitely should have more than just a one year, um, uh, one year goals or goals that that are uh, uh, annually, um, set and um and making attempts to achieve them. A funky way to say all that, but uh, so you definitely need to have longer term goals. Uh, you you need to set. Um, a long-term strategy into place, like where are you going? Um, I'll talk in a little bit about the, the, the absolute necessity to have micro goals uh, in place, but you also need to have long-term strategy and long-term goals. So the fact that you're laying out a three or five-year strategy and five-year plan is amazing. But And and probably part of the reason why you asked this question and why other people would ask this question is, I mean, think about what what five years ago looked like in in any aspect of life. I mean, our lives change daily with just the way that information is exchanged and the dynamic of our culture and business and everything else changes. So if we think about the fact that over a five-year period or even a three-year period, how much things change, we need to constantly and consistently be looking at that five-year plan to determine whether or not, um, one, we need to continue down that path, or two, whether we need to adjust the end goal or adjust the, the, uh, the finish line that we're looking to achieve. So, as I think about a business and I think about a five-year plan, so uh, maybe a business starts out or they're fairly new. And so they decide that their five-year plan is to have a fully functioning business with five employees generating a half a million dollars in revenue uh, that you as the business owner are no longer working in the business. You're working on the business, uh, right? You get that. It's not like you're, you're doing the day-to-day stuff. Like you, you, you're, you're, Uh, having oversight of your employees, you're laying out strategy and vision. You know, you got your hands in some things from time to time, but you're trying to work on the business. So maybe that's your five-year plan. And then three years in, something happens. Uh, Maybe you double in size uh, over the course of that time in terms of like a revenue client's uh, capacity. Well, your plan could be out the window because you need to scale much quicker. And you need to make some significant adjustments in personnel and uh, location and even client uh, delivery of products and services. Like things change and you have to be ready to to make adjustments on the fly. Um, Again, constantly also asking yourself the question, why am I making this change? Um, you you want to continue to remind yourself of why you set that plan or goal into motion in the beginning. That's why it is critical to to make sure that your business plan, that your long term goals and strategies are birthed from your own personal vision, your values, your beliefs. Um, it, it, that has, to, that has to start that way. So that way, when you get a couple of years out and, and some things need to change, either for the better or for the worse, that you consistently go back to your vision and your values for what you were trying to accomplish to make sure that you don't overreact or poorly react to a challenge or an obstacle or just some change in the moment that totally derails who you are and what you, what you desired when you first started your business. So, uh, you, want to constantly have that in check. As I think about how often, uh, you should do that, how often you should go back and reflect on that and be willing to make changes. So as a simple rule of thumb, definitely every year you should, is when you should be willing to make significant adjustments to a plan like that. Because again, if you're thinking about three to five years out, every year, some things are changing. And so each year at some point, you should sit down. I'm going to talk about uh, with who, not just yourself uh, in a few minutes. Um, So you got to sit down and think through um, uh, the path that you're on. Think through whether or not you have adhered to uh, this vision that you have, that you're on the right track. Do you need to make changes to get back on track? Again, do you need to make adjustments to the overall plan and or goal? Um, and, and all of that, by the way, all of that, every single goal, we should not be um, uh, willing to die for. And what I mean by that is um, there is, uh, there can be necessary reason for us to abandon any goal that we have in place, and and I say that carefully because I don't want people to think that that you can just bail out on goals that get too hard or something. But I don't think that people listening to this podcast that that's your mindset. Uh, so w- when I say that, what I mean by that is, you know, when you start a business or you just get going and, and you finally like get to be an official business or things are getting real, and so then you lay out a five year strategy or five year plan, um, and and then a year or two in, you realize that, that it's just not realistic or um, that there's just something there that, that you uh, no longer believe in or that you no longer want to do. Maybe it's um, that you want to um, add another product or service uh, over the course of that time. And then at, at some point, you decide that you don't want to do that anymore. Or maybe you started out with a specific product or service, and now you want to scale that back or maybe you want to um, add uh, another location, or you want to uh, hire on a key executive uh, as part of this plan, um, y- you need to be willing to abandon those things if they no longer fulfill the vision that you have for the business overall. Because the, the vision, it, I think, is more important than the plan or the goals. Like the vision's part of it, but uh, the goal or plan can change I don't think that the vision should change uh, only in the sense of if it's done right, a vision is birthed out of who you are and how you've been created. Uh, And if it's your business, especially, that's something that you want to hold on to very, very dearly because that's what got you to where you are. And uh, unless you just got really lucky and you're an awful person, uh, I think that you should stick to 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 stick to to you because uh, you will uh, be much more successful that way. So. Every year, you should take that really seriously, sit down, work through that process. Uh, But then um, in, in shorter term than that, I think that quarterly, you should at least be taking a look at it to make sure that you're not getting too far off track. I even work with some clients that every month, they're looking at their... Um, short-term goals in light of their long-term strategy or their long-term plan to continue to align those things, because um, again, things change so often that you, you want to make sure you're constantly re-evaluating them. Uh, the last part that I want to talk about, as it relates to um, this long-term strategy, long-term plan, long-term goals, uh, when when we're thinking of reevaluating them or looking at them, is I would highly encourage you to not do that alone. Um, Even if you are an entrepreneur, do not do that alone. Uh, And when at all possible, uh, engage somebody outside of your comfortable domain um, or outside of your close-knit friends or family. Not that that's a bad thing because that can be really helpful, but you want some objectivity to the evaluation of that plan and those goals and unfortunately, even though it's a great thing that when we're closely tied to people, we love each other and we want the best for each other. Um, sometimes we're not completely honest with each other. And so when you can get an outside objective source, uh, that, can, that can be extremely helpful in just telling it like it is. So uh, that, that's kind of my advice around a uh, long-term strategy and long-term goals, Uh, There's a lot more that I could say there, and I'm happy to have that conversation uh, offline with anybody that may be listening and you're thinking about setting uh, a plan in place, or maybe you've been in business and you don't have a long-term strategy or a long-term plan. Um, you know, feel free, reach out to me, I'd be more than happy to, to help kind of walk you through that process. A lot of times we can have that conversation in less than an hour. And uh, I, uh, I dole those out for free as often as I can when I have the time just to kind of collaborate with people to get them going in the right direction. So if you need some help, feel free to reach out as it relates to long term planning and strategy. Um, okay. Second thing is I almost lost my train of thought there. And again, it's because no notes. Sometimes it gets a little bit dangerous. And before we know it, I could be talking about, I don't know, Dwayne, the rock Johnson and flame broiler that I just ate for lunch. But but I won't do that because I remember the second thing that I want to talk about, which was uh, individual goals or, um, or shorter term goals. Uh, as it relates to a person, particularly I'm going to, I'm going to speak about this as it relates to business, but this going to apply to life. This can apply to your fitness, which good Lord, this is the time when everybody's thinking about fitness in the new year. Uh, and uh, that's good, but um, it's also really bad because those goals typically go sour really quick. Um, but anyway, uh, let's talk uh, for a second about, or for a little bit about uh, individual goals. So, uh, I want to address a couple of things uh, j- uh as it relates to my perspective on setting goals uh, and uh, as an individual so whether that is uh, you're an employee you're a salesperson you're a business owner an entrepreneur um, uh, maybe you're a, a mama staying at home and uh, and you want to set some goals for the new year so um, so one of the first things there's, uh, there's a couple of things here that are extremely important as we think about goals, uh, but three that I want to address. So the first one is if you are going to be successful in setting goals, I didn't say in achieving goals, I said in setting goals. So mm-hmm. if you are going to be successful in setting goals, I believe there are three things that, um, uh, that are important to, um, to have as you step into this process and this is whether or not you've you've done this before uh this should apply to you uh whether or not that's happened so the first thing that you want to consider as you are going to either evaluate the last year or you're going to think about the new year it is i want you to think about the importance of having the right perspective what do i mean by that well Often when we set goals, we don't see ourselves clearly enough. Uh, I, I have told people this before. I think I've said this on the podcast a couple of different times. Um, we lie to ourselves more than anybody else um, for better and for worse, uh, typically for worse. Uh, you know, it's, it's everything from we never see ourselves as, as who we are in the mirror uh, we never see ourselves uh, in the bad habits that we have. You know, we, we overlook our bad, uh, telling, us, telling ourselves that we're better than we are, and we overlook our good, telling ourselves that we're worse than we are. Uh, so uh, is that, when it comes to goals, Like, if we don't see ourselves clearly enough, we will, almost guaranteed, we will produce bad goals. I mean, did you even think that you could set bad goals? I mean, you, you may have thought about that, but normally that's in hindsight after you've set the goal and you're like, Ugh, like that was a bad one. And typically it's a bad goal because to you, because you didn't achieve it. And that's not what I t- uh, necessarily mean by bad goals. What I mean by bad goals is, is if you're setting a goal that does not support your gift, your, um, uh, your makeup. Uh, who you are uniquely, as well as your long-term vision and strategy for your life. And I mean for your life. If, you, if your goals do not support those things, they're probably uh, very likely bad goals. So you've got to be careful uh, about setting bad goals. Other bad goals, if you don't have the right perspective, uh, are ones that are too far out of reach or near impossible, if not impossible, to measure. So far out of reach, those are bad goals to set. Do not set a carrot out there that's unattainable. Uh, That's why you should have some wisdom speaking into you setting goals, because um, sometimes we just get crazy with ourselves and we try and set these goals. Like, There's no way that um, if you've struggled to get into shape and to eat right, um, and you know, just all of that there, there it's unrealistic for you to set a goal to lose 25% of your body fat and eat clean every single day. Like it's possible, but there are a lot better goals you can set for yourself than that. Uh, and I'd be more than happy to, to get into the details of that, but I don't have the time for that right now. Um, but, Uh, Those could be things that are out of reach or as a business. It's like I started my business, um, you know, I started my business on January 1st of 2018. And my goal for 2019 is to generate a million dollars in revenue. Now, that's possible. We've seen all those things happen on Shark Tank. And um, we see the unicorns up in Silicon Valley that just go crazy. That's typically not an overnight thing anyway. But that's just not realistic for most people. So don't set yourself up for failure and frustration by setting goals that are out of reach. Um, the other goal that uh, uh, that is bad to set if you're if you don't have good perspective is the ones that are impossible to measure or near impossible to measure. Uh, you've got to you've got to have clear measurement in place. If you are going to set a goal, like you cannot have an unmeasurable goal. That's just ridiculous. Um, It does not have to always be quantitative. It can be qualitative. You just got to be careful about setting those qualitative goals because, again, they can be hard to measure if you're not careful. So right perspective, that's important. If you have the right perspective, um, that will enable you to see what needs to be seen and to set what needs to be set. Again, if you have the right perspective, you will see what needs to be seen and you will set what needs to be set, ultimately setting you up for the success that you deserve. Like you deserve to be successful. If you're willing to sit down and set goals for yourself, you deserve to achieve them. Just make sure that you're setting yourself up right by having the right perspective. Okay, so that's that's one important uh, thing to consider as you're thinking about setting goals. Number two. Uh, you need to have serious motivation if you're going to set goals. Now, if you have heard anything that I've said lately on the podcast, I've said this a couple of times in conversations, uh, I did a video series on this on LinkedIn, uh, and it was titled why motivation sucks and, uh, external motivation totally sucks. I hate it. Um, or I greatly dislike it. There, there is some benefit to it at times, but I just, I don't love it. Um, But there's, there does need to be serious internal motivation that drives you to achieve the things that you're setting for yourself. Um, I'm going to talk about some of the best motivators in in just a minute, but um, simple ones. But, uh, but for now, like, uh, think about setting goals like, um, uh, like, uh, fitness. So, um, what it, gyms fill up like crazy at the beginning of the year. Like it's absurd to see how many people that when I drive by the big box gym down the street from my house, like for the first couple of weeks of the new year, that parking lot is out of control. It's like so ridiculous. And not only is that just a terrible place to try and get in shape because they're poor excuses for fitness facilities most of the time. That one, it's terrible to say, but it just, it is. There's way better ways to get in shape. But um, uh, those things fill up because everybody sets a goal to get in shape, right? Like that's just something that everybody wants to do. We want to be more healthy. We want to get into shape. Um, so that, that's just like, um, you know, it's so apparent that we see that happening. Same thing for the first of the year. We see all these sales teams do these big kickoff meetings and planning meetings, and there's all this energy and everybody's super excited and everybody's fired up and everybody wants to do all the things. I mean, we want to have the best year ever, ever in whatever area that we want to achieve. And then it just dwindles. The salespeople go back to doing the same crap they've always done. The organization that was so deeply invested into changing the culture once and for all uh, is is back to doing the same old things and treating their employees the same old terrible way. The gym parking lot uh, goes back to 25% capacity uh, because motivation is lost. I mean, uh, there's a lot of reasons why that happens. Uh, uh, I, I have a lot of philosophical belief. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, deep, deep seated reasons why those things fizzle. Um, but, but what I want to talk about in light of this is if you're going to set a goal, you've got to want it with everything you've got. I always say, if you're not willing to do everything necessary with all integrity to achieve the goals that you set for yourself you should not set them i mean it, it, it's just it's so important that you you want it like you you got to want it so badly one of the things that you can do to prevent yourself from petering out over time or fizzling out whatever is to set mini goals all along the way, so um, I, I don't have time to break down a, a really good one around a, a sales goal that I love, but uh, but for that, I'll just say if you have a big year-end goal make sure that you set quarterly goals, that you set monthly goals, that you set weekly goals, and they don't all have to be revenue related, even if the final goal that you've set for yourself or your company set for you is revenue related. There are a lot of other small goals and activities uh, and behaviors and efforts that you can set into place uh, that become a really good uh, motivators to continue to pursue that long-term goal that you have for yourself. And I'll talk about, uh, what that is in just a second or, or, or what that uh, produces. Um, and, and then again, with, with fitness, it's the same way, you know, everybody wants to lose 20 pounds. I think like that's the number that, that people come up with all the time. And, uh, so they're, they're a month in, they've lost four pounds and they're like super frustrated. And so they just quit. Right. And yet, what I tell people a lot, because I spend a lot of time in my CrossFit gym that I love just to death, and I see people sustain goals a lot better in there because it's just a better environment to uh, to continue to pursue goals when you're doing it in a community and uh, with good coaches and with good people. And uh, I can go on and on talking about why CrossFit's better than just about anything else as it relates to getting healthy, but that's for another podcast in and of itself um, uh, but reach out to me if you, if you have more questions there, I'd be happy to help you out or, or lead you in the right direction. Oh, and by the way, I should say that, uh, my participation in CrossFit is one of the reasons why I believe I've been so successful in business for myself. And uh, if you'd like to have that conversation, I would love to, too, because I think it produces a lot better results. Uh, for my professional life when I'm in the CrossFit gym for my personal life. Uh, But again, that's for another conversation. Okay, so uh, fitness goals. So instead of trying to set a a goal to lose 20 pounds that you are probably not going to achieve, sorry, and you're going to get super discouraged and January or uh, November 28th or whatever today is of 2019, so a year from now, Uh, You set another goal to, on January 1st, begin your new fitness uh, regimen, and you're going to lose 20 pounds uh, in 2020. Um, What if you would have set a goal at the beginning of 2018 to lose 20 pounds by December 31st of 2018? And then the micro goal to that. And and again, this translates into business. So easy. The micro goals to that is every single month you want to lose whatever that uh, 20 is divided by 12. I don't know, 1.25 or something like that. I just made that up probably more than that. But um, let's just say it was um, uh, for easy round numbers, two pounds, two pounds a month. That's, that's what you, that's what you set your small goal. And you set an even smaller goal that you just want to lose a half a pound a week. Well, if you start off the new year, losing a half a pound a week, uh, more than likely uh, within, a, you may be excited or just get over the hump for the first like couple of weeks, but then you get frustrated because you're not losing it fast enough. But if you have in mind that your your goal is to lose 20 pounds collectively over the course of a whole year, and you're achieving those small goals, a half a pound, I mean, almost anybody can do that if, if you just have the right habits in place. But if you if you did that, you would see yourself making progress and you would continue to be encouraged. And that would be the motivation necessary to continue driving you to success. Because whether it's those micro goals in sales or those micro goals in other business, or it's those micro goals in fitness, we are motivated more than maybe anything by progress. If we see ourselves making progress, that will push us to continue making progress. So we are motivated by ourselves. Like, what a concept, right? And so if you're going to set goals for the new year uh, and you're going to set a goal for the year, I would love to see you break that down into monthly goals that support that long-term goal and then weekly goals and maybe even daily goals. Like, you want to read... Um, 20 books uh, over the course of the next year, like how about you just set a goal that you get up every single morning and you read for five minutes? Like that would be an awesome goal. And every day that you do that, you're continuing to build on this habit. Um, if you want to get in shape, maybe your goal is not even weight. Maybe it's just, or losing weight or whatever. Maybe it's just, I just want to get up every day and go to the gym or I want to go to the gym four days a week. And if you continue to build that habit, you will feel so good with the progress you made going from not going to the gym to going to the gym four days a week. Like you can continue to build on that. And that is the motivation that you need to be successful in life and in business. So if you're going to set a goal, not only do you need to have the right perspective, but you need to have serious motivation. If you do not have serious motivation, as I said before, do not set the goal. It's a waste of your time and it's a waste of just, other people's time that you have shared the goal with and are trying to get to encourage you to. So make sure you've got serious motivation, the right kind of serious motivation. Uh, and if you want to hear more about that, go back and listen to one of my previous episodes on why motivation sucks. And I talk about better ways to motivate than the external crap that a lot of us try and use to uh, to be the carrot to, to draw us along. All right, uh, so I talked about the two. Number three, as it relates to setting goals for yourself in the new year, um, this is personally, professionally, uh, you need to have the best tools, the all-star tools in place in order to be the best. And I feel like I'm going to get back on a rant here in a second, but, um, but we'll see if I go there. So most of the tools that are necessary for you to be successful in business and in life are not instantly or easily acquired. I'm not talking about necessarily you making sure that you have um, a great sales journal or that you have uh, the right sales training or that you are on the right leadership development track or that you have a Fitbit on your wrist, though those things are important. What's what's more important is the tools that come from within, right? the the, uh, the our our own development that continues to grow over time. So this this is partially back to the idea of motivation, internal motivation, but inside of us, I believe I firmly believe that we are capable of so much more than we believe we're capable of, number one. And number two, I believe almost anybody can achieve anything that they put their mind to and then are willing to work at it and are presented with the right opportunities right so th- those are all those are all three really important things uh, as a matter of fact I had uh, this great guy in my podcast uh, that you're gonna hear an episode of coming up here Darren Wong he's uh, one of the dancers in the Kinjas and uh, he was saying that he believes everybody can dance and when I heard that at first I'm like no yo like there's some people that cannot dance uh, but then I thought about it and I thought no like it, anybody that's willing to put the time and effort in uh, can't can can become a good dancer like they may not win national championships or, or whatever or win dancing with the stars or world of dance uh, but there are things that they can do uh, to be good at what they do and so they got to set the right realistic goals right again don't set a goal to be a world champion set a goal to like not look like an idiot when you go out on the dance floor trying to win the heart of the woman that you want to win um, but you've got to you, those tools Uh, are developed from within. It's not just things that we just plug into ourselves. So we've got to make sure that we have the right tools in place. Now, uh, I said I was going to rant. I'm going to try not to rant too much. But uh, you know, this is why fitness is such a problem. Um, We always look for and and this is not just a fitness problem. This is really an all kinds of problem. But you know, we always look for the quick fix, right? We always look for things that are going to instantly change us like we want to lose 20 pounds. We want abs tomorrow. Like I want abs tomorrow. And if one of those belly busters worked, I'd be buying those things up like nobody's business, but they don't, they're all garbage. It's because anything that's worth anything takes time. It takes effort. And we've got to be willing to put all that in. But beyond that, we've got to be in an environment that is going to help to support the goals that we have set for ourselves. We've got to be in an environment that is helping us with the right perspective, that's helping to motivate us in the right ways. And so as it relates to fitness, that's exactly why you've got to stop going after all these garbage um, fads and facilities to get you into shape. I mean, this is why, like I I have said before, and I should say again, and maybe I should start getting paid to plug this, but like, uh, I guess I got to have more than like a hundred listeners to do that. But um, that is why I believe CrossFit is one of the best ways to get in shape because it is a long-term sustainable uh, method of getting healthy and getting fit. You know, people think that I've got to be in this great shape to walk into the gym. I mean, like we have people, uh, I go to a gym called resolution CrossFit in uh, Yorba Linda, California. And um, you know, uh, we have people of all shapes and all sizes that come into the gym. We've got people that are 20 years older than me. I'm 40. We've got people that are 60 years older than me, that are in better shape than me, that look better than me, that lift more than me. And it's not because they are naturally predisposed to do so. It's because they put in the work necessary to achieve that level of fitness. But, But that's all all of that is predicated on being in the right environment and having the right tools and developing those tools over a long period of time. You're working with coaches on a day in and day out basis that are looking at you specifically and helping you to make these incremental, uh, sometimes almost microscopic modifications to the things that you do to continue to build upon this process and ultimately achieve the goals that you want to achieve. And so, and so again, like I, I use the, the things that I'm learning in CrossFit a lot to apply to business. I mean, one of the people that I look up to more than anybody is uh, a world renowned, a CrossFit coach by the name of Ben Bergeron. One day, man, I'm going to have Ben Bergeron on this podcast. It's a big goal of mine. I love him. I respect him. He's one of the smartest guys that I've ever listened to speak. It's just unbelievable. And his, his approach to fitness and to CrossFit has helped me to become a better coach and a consultant to the business people that I work with. He is helping me to help high performers become absolute superstars in their industries because he's applying the methodology that he knows from the fitness community, particularly CrossFit, uh, to uh, to other areas of life. And so I've learned so much and, and and that's helped me to understand that again i mean you can buy all the right equipment you can buy all the right tools you can buy all you can buy a trainer you can buy a membership you can buy a coach you can buy a um a program like there's all kinds of things you can do in business in personal life in your uh, health uh, uh, you can buy all of those things but you cannot buy the internal tools that it's going to take in, to achieve the goals that I think that you really do want to accomplish for yourself. Like again, I said it earlier, you deserve to crush it. You deserve to hit the goals that you want to achieve. You deserve to be the very best version of yourself. But you've got to be committed and willing to do that. So, The three things that I think are important, again, there's a lot more there, but the three things I think are important to setting goals as you're looking out for the new year, which again was a great question. Thank you for asking is for for having the right perspective, having serious motivation and having the all-star tools, the excellent tools. I will say (laughs) plug in my own podcast. and if you put all of those things together, you will be on your way to success like you have never been before. I don't believe in garbage. Believe it and it will come. I believe you bust your butt, you do everything that you can, and you will achieve all that you want to achieve. So please, whether you are, you've are you set a five-year business plan for yourself, whether you have set an individual goal for yourself, regardless of what the last year has looked like, It's over. There's nothing that you can do about it. You can learn from your wins and your losses, but ultimately, I want you to look ahead. I want you to see all the opportunity that you have in front of yourself. Tap into the gifts and talents that you've been given. Use all of that to work really hard, to commit yourself to a process, to go after those goals, and to be the very best version of yourself. And if I can help you in any way, please let me know. This is not a pitch to try and sell you something. This is because more than anything, I love helping people get to where they want to go. They've just got to be willing to want to go there. So with that, thank you so much for listening to me again solo on the Excellence Mindset Podcast. Uh, As we think about the new year, I'm looking for feedback from you as to ways that I can get better at being a host, as being a, a, a solo voice at times when I do that, I'm looking for recommendations for other guests out there that would be great as we're trying to dig into what makes people tick, what makes people successful, what makes people overcome the obstacles and challenges because they come from every walk of life and I just can't get at them all. So I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you've been listening to the podcast for any period of time and you appreciate what's been shared, I would love for you to hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Five star one would be great, but be honest, leave a review that helps me to continue to, to get better at what I'm doing. It gives me some encouragement if, those, if that feedback is positive and it helps other people to see what's out there and available for them because I would love to continue to spread this excellence mindset with people all across the world. So with that, thank you so much. I really appreciate everybody that takes the time to listen to all that I have to say. You guys are the bomb. Take care.